Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Until the Gold Club opens. Make it rain. Benny and Haiti. Better grab an umbrella. 1057 The Fan. Ah, Woman Crush Wednesday. It's Benny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan. You want to hear a song, favorite female artist or band? Send that request to the Plaza Sports text line. Noel McGraw is waiting for you at 410-583-1057. Looks like the Orioles are on the verge of signing Craig Kimbrell. Is that a needle mover for you? We'll talk about it later in the show. Terps Penn State tonight down at the Xfinity Center. College basketball. Wizard Walt Williams will be joining us coming up at 1230. So we got a lot to get to, but the Ravens are back on the field this Sunday. Taking on the Rams as seven-point favorites. LA's won three in a row. Seven touchdowns, one pick for Matt Stafford. His last two games. Weather could be an issue, however, for L.A. and obviously for Baltimore. Here to break it down, Bob Haiti vs. Rado Nolan McGraw. He is on the WGK Law guest hotline. He's with Baltimore Beatdown. He's with BaltimoreRavens.com. He's rising. He's Kyle Phoenix. Kyle, what's up, buddy? Good morning. What's going on, gentlemen? What an intro. Yeah, how about that? But but the Rams, and I know trap game's lame, even though I think the Lions might be in for one with the Bears. We'll talk about that Friday. But it's a lame cliche and a phrase. Sometimes it's real. Most of the times it is not. But L.A. coming in, Sean McVay, Super Bowl winning coach. They're on kind of a heater right now. They just play Cleveland's defense, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Ravens are coming off the bye, but... They're not in the stage, Baltimore is anyway, where you're overlooking anyone with only five games left and that schedule looking really difficult on paper. Yeah, I don't see the Ravens overlooking the Rams. Uh, you know, maybe you could say that about lesser opponents throughout their season. Uh, you know, uh, I believe even Roquan Smith at one point when they, they were showing like the Ravens wired uh, with the Cardinals game that it's like, they were talking about like this is something like we don't want to fall into some sort of trap game. I'm I'm paraphrasing what he said, but. Um, I don't think that's the case here with the Rams. They know how good they are. They just watch them, you know, <laughs> put up 36 points on the Cleveland Browns defense, which has always, you know, been talked about all season. So I don't think this is a team that they're overlooking, uh, especially coming off the bye. They have the opportunity to look directly at their opponent and, and get an extra week of prepare, you know, prepara- preparation against them and, and solve what they need to do for this back half stretch, which is the hardest in football. Hey, uh, Kyle, I got a question for you to ask Harbs today. Uh, I would imagine they'll be practicing with a wet ball. 
this week with Lamar and the backs and receivers? Yeah, uh, they've been doing that all throughout the season on any of these uh, weather conditions. Uh, John said essentially that that's a, a big thing that they've been working on all throughout the season. Anytime that they're, uh, there's a possibility of inclement weather. That's been uh, the, the the setup that they've been operating under. So I wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me in the least if they just continue that trend because you know they they want to be prepared, uh, especially with the ball security stuff that you know we've talked about all throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Now, Kyle, um, I would imagine that they pra- today's not the first time they practiced since ten days ago, is it? No, I believe they had practice on Monday. Right. Um, because that's when they announced uh, the video that released uh, on Roquan Smith being announced uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year. Uh, that was following Monday's practice, so they got one extra day of practice. Now, Kyle, what are you hearing injury-wise? I, I would I would hope that most guys are feeling pretty good, especially like like the Ronnie Stanleys of the world. Right. Yeah. But what what Harbaugh said on Monday is is there's a lot of positive uh, updates regarding those situations. Just for the sake of, you know, they played one football game in 23 days, mm-hmm. and they got this entire week of of, of break, and and they got a bunch of guys went to you know got rehabilitated and worked out, you know, and, and taking care of themselves and their bodies. So uh, I would imagine we see a lot of positive updates on practice today. Now, Kyle, Aaron Donald to me is the guy that they've got to kind of defend against and he moves all over the place so because they don't get a lot of pressure on a quarterback. I mean, Joe Flacco was standing back there for, for a lot of time, you know, last week. So watching that game, Donald is a guy that you got to worry about. Other than that, they should be able to handle those people and Lamar should have time to throw. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much in agreement there, Vinny. I, I think that uh, Donald is unsurprisingly still their biggest game wrecker and, and still one of the best in the world. Uh, and uh, they do have the offensive line to do it. I mean, Tyler Linderbaum's excellent. Uh, they have a good interior system that's, you know, solid. Nothing, not, nobody's, you know, all otherworldly or, or dominating, but they're, they've, they're consistently good and consistently great. Uh, their tackles, once when they're healthy, are among the best. I mean, Morgan Moses is one of the best right tackles in football. And uh, Ronnie Stanley, when healthy, you know, tends to be a great playmaker. It's just been the health issues. I mean, when you see him healthy, it, you know, he looks great. It's just the knee sprain's been bugging him all throughout the season. The ankle is just so, you know, tender to be injured, it feels like. And he just gets really unlucky with just guys landing right where he hopes they wouldn't land. It'd be great. But uh, when healthy, I think this offensive line can can protect uh, Lamar. And when they can't, Lamar gets away. Uh, I would I would think, Kyle, that they'll be turning the protection. I, I would think that the center is going to be helping either guard. They're going to have to double Donald on the inside. Oh, completely. Yeah, that's that's definitely where they're going to be uh, putting a lot of their focus. And, and that's a great thing to have is, is – uh, giving Linderbaum and or John Simpson and Kevin Zeitler uh, uh, double teaming schedules. That sounds great for both of those guys. That makes their jobs easier. And, and uh, Linderbaum's shown huge strides, I mean, here in year two. So this is, this is an opportunity for him to just continue to build on that and build a Pro Bowl case, if not better. And the other thing is, is the receivers, they're going to, they're going to have to run really good routes because you know, watching that Cleveland game, I thought that uh, the secondary, for for the most part, was pretty good for the Rams. I thought 44, Witherspoon, is pretty good. Number one, I don't think is quite as good, but they did a nice job covering up people. 
Yeah, I like their I like their secondary, but the Ravens have the talent to beat them. I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. is is just as crisp as we've seen him. I mean, every time we've I mean, I think we've talked about his slant release mm-hmm. in the last two or three games How's he in feeling, a row. By the way, Kyle, he's capable. What's that? How's he feeling? Uh, from all accounts, it sounds like there's positive updates regarding Beckham uh, among the injury issues. I mean, we'll find out today with that injury report, and we'll see if he's out there. And and I'm expecting it. Uh, from you know, from my point, I, I think it makes sense that you know after all that break time, he's going to be back out there on the field, and I expect it to be positive. But regarding the wide receivers, like you were saying, I mean, Rashad Bateman's got to get more involved, and I think that's something that the that they had an opportunity to self scout over the bye week and get him more involved because uh, with Mark Andrews out, that was their second biggest you know per player for target share. Bateman was the fourth out of those top four guys. Getting him more involved, I think, is going to be huge for that offense. Kyle Phoenix, Baltimore Beatdown, BaltimoreRavens.com, joining us here, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We brought up the weather and maybe using a wet ball at practice today. But the Ravens, as good as their defense is, they've had teams run the ball with some success. This Williams kid's been a beast for them. Kyle, as you know, the Rams, that is. So if it is kind of a run-oriented sort of game, are the Ravens prepared to slow down this Rams rushing attack here? I mean, I think so. You have two of the best inside linebackers in the game. This defensive front has been strong after a break, after some rest, scheming against John McVay's offense, getting that extra week of preparation. John Harbaugh's teams after the bye tend to do really well, and this is a home game too. So this is about as rested as this team can be this late in the season. And, uh, you know, if, if it's a running versus running game, the Rams have the best rushing attack in football. And uh, that defense has been just as stout as ever. You know, the yes, teams have had some success running on them, but good luck doing that for 60 minutes if, if it's if it's two rushing attacks going one 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 for one here. Kyle, tell everybody about Baltimore Beatdown and what you do for the Baltimore Ravens website there too. Absolutely, you can tune into my work and the work of my wonderful staffs over at BaltimoreBeatdown.com covering the Baltimore Ravens. Also, tune into uh, BaltimoreRavens.com under the Late for Work section. I cover every. Monday and post-game late for work, so make sure to tune into those. Gentlemen, you have a wonderful rest of your show. You Thank too. you. Kyle Phoenix, everybody. It's Vinny at Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back. It's the whip around what happened in the world of sports last night. And historically, some cool stuff. We'll get into that as well. Mike Golick Jr. talks about NFL with him. What's going on? The drama with the Jets. Aside from them being disappointing, yes, it's got a lot to do with Aaron Rodgers being hurt, but some leakage from within. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Vinny and Hades with... Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw, Mike Golick Jr. Joining us at the bottom of the hour. A lot going on in the world of sports. For instance, winter meetings down in Nashville. Reports are flowing that the Orioles could be on the verge of signing Craig Kimbrell. Veteran relief pitcher, six-time All-Star, late of the Phillies. Felix Batista, as we all know, he is out for the entirety of of the 2024 season with Tommy John surgery. So replacing him is going to be an interesting task. Remember, Batista was just named as the American League reliever of the year, and rightfully so. Even yep. got a couple of Cy Young Award votes. So there's news for you. Draft order was decided yesterday. Major League Baseball now with a lottery. And Cleveland, Cleveland, the Guardians, who had a 2% chance of winning that uh, draft lottery. They got the number one pick. Nice. Now, who those draft uh, prospects are, no idea. So, this is the first. Orioles locked out then. Orioles got the 22nd pick. Based on their schedule, they would have been 24th. Yeah. But, I mean, the years that they had the number one, all those years, you know, if they would have had. That's, that's a thing that Cleveland has to deal with. The Orioles got theirs, Rutschman and Jackson Holiday. But the Orioles actually moved up two spots. 22nd pick. They also have the 32nd pick for Gunnar Henderson. Winning Rookie of the Year, the incentive to promote your prospects, and the competitive uh, competitive balance pick, number 34, where guys like Jordan Westberg came from. So the Orioles have three picks in the top 34 of the 2024 Major League Baseball draft. As we said, Maryland tonight, College Hoops, take it on Penn State. Both teams are 4-4. Four and four. Penn State's actually lost four straight. We'll talk to Walt Williams about that in a little more than an hour, so stay tuned. You can hear the game here on 105.7 The Fed. Big 10 last night, men's college basketball. Number 20, Illinois in the Jimmy V Classic. Beat number 10, FAU. 98-89, to so an entertaining game there. As the Fighting Illini put up almost a C-note. Wisconsin beats Michigan State. Number 23, Badgers, 70-57. to Remember, Michigan State started number four in the preseason rankings. Yeah, and Bob, Wisconsin, what, a couple days ago beat Marquette, too. So, I mean, they've been playing pretty good ball. That's why they're ranked in Michigan State, however. I guess the bigger story of is they're 4-4 four four yeah. after being ranked 
number four prior to the season. Indiana, who just pulled Maryland's pants down last Friday, they beat Michigan 78-75. So that's your little fun there in the Big Ten. Last night in the NBA, the uh, the in-season tournament now down to its final four. In the West last night, if you missed it, it was 106-103 Lakers over the Suns. LeBron James, 31-8-11. and 3-0 for the Lakers over the Suns so far this year. LeBron got a timeout. Loose ball. You're not supposed to be able to right. call a timeout, but he got one anyway. Not saying that's the reason Phoenix lost, but L.A. advances. They'll play New Orleans in the semifinals. And then last night in the East, early, it was Milwaukee taking on the Knicks and the Freak doing Freak things. Here comes out of the Kumbo, the bump into Randall, and the two. Textbook. Giannis and Ted DeCoupo, 38, uh, 35 points, 8 boards, 10 assists. As Milwaukee pulls away in the second half from the Knicks, third quarter was the difference in that game. 142-122, Emmanuel quickly, Baltimore kid. He had uh, seven points, one board, three assists, one for seven. Yeah, he, he, from didn't, the floor. he didn't look good. Uh, Indiana will now take on Milwaukee. So it's uh, New Orleans and L.A., Milwaukee and Indiana. That's it for the in-season tournament. Winner gets a trophy and a cash incentive. 500 the, grand a piece. The championship game does not count on your standings, by the way. These games do. These are regular season games. For the championship game, if I'm not mistaken. And we had Sean Devaney on yesterday. Uh, Lillard and then Kevin Durant said they were like playoff games. So this thing is kind of resonating with the players. The ratings have been good Mm -hmm. because usually, unless you're a diehard fan, people don't start paying attention until after Christmas. But this has been a nice little marketing ploy by Adam Silver and the National Basketball Association. I heard Durant after the game, Bob. he, He was saying that I wasn't a fan of it. But I am now, he says, because family members come, the crowds are into it. Yeah, like I said. And I'm they, a competitive guy. They feel like playoff games. Yeah. And they get 500 grand if they win. Oh, that helps. But uh, Wizards tonight, who weren't part of the equation, they will host the Philadelphia 76ers. Wizards right now, one of the worst teams in the NBA. It's Vinny at Haiti, 1057 The Fan. It is the whip around here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. This day in sports history, how about we hand out some Heismans? 1961, Ernie Davis. Syracuse. Syracuse. He wins the Heisman Trophy. Sadly, life taken too short because of a battle with cancer. Was the drafted by uh, Washington. They traded him to uh, Cleveland. But Ernie Davis won the Heisman Trophy on this date, 1961. 1939, Niall Kinnick won it for Iowa as uh, he wow. was the Heisman Trophy winner there. Sadly, got killed in a plane crash in World War II, 1943. Wow. But what's the name of the stadium, Iowa? Kinnick Stadium. We connecting dots now? This is who the stadium's named after, Niall Kinnick. Also Heisman Trophy on this day, 1986. Benny Testaverde, yeah. the U, he won the Heisman for the Hurricanes. And number one pick by Tampa. Had a good career. Not a Hall of Famer by any stretch no. of the imagination. Yeah. but Made a lot of money. Had a good career. He was the first quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens. Going back to 1996, speaking of Baltimore football, Memorial Stadium, 1970. Colts beat the Eagles 29-10. Johnny Unitas threw a touchdown pass to John Mackey. Eddie Hinton rushed for a TD. Jerry Logan picked six. Colts improved to 9-2-1 on their way to winning the uh, national championship, the Super Bowl. 
Maryland Hoops, 1975, fifth-ranked Maryland at Richmond. They beat the Spiders, 98-71. Steve Shepard, gold medal winner, 24. John Lucas, 19. Lawrence Boston had 17. Brad Davis, 15. What do they all have in common? They all played in the NBA. 1980 at the Carrier Dome, fourth-ranked Maryland beat Syracuse, number 18, 83-73. Buck Williams, Greg Manning combined for 30 in the second half as Maryland wins the Carrier Classic 30 year, 40 years ago today. In Hershey, Pennsylvania, 11th-ranked Maryland beat Penn State. There's a little uh, touch of uh, coincidence. 67-58, Jeff Backage, 15 points. Adrian Branch had 14 for the Terps. Both McDonald's All-Americans, by the way. 1998, down in D.C. at the, what was it called then? The BB&T Classic or something. It was number two, Maryland, 62-60 over number five, Stanford. Steve Francis had 24 points as Maryland proved a 9-0 on the year. They would face DePaul in the championship game. What was special about that game, 1998, 25 years ago? I was there because the world revolves around me. It's Vinny at 81057, the fan. When we come back, Michael Jr., does the world revolve around Zach Wilson anymore? At least in New York. We'll get Mike Olick's thoughts on that one. Stay tuned. And then a trip through the fight house with Nolan McGraw. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Your sports information station, 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. You pick the songs. Favorite female artist or band? Donna Summer. Working hard for the money. Mm-hmm. Late great Donna Summer. Pick a song, we'll play it. Send your request, pause for text line at 410-583-1057. Got a funhouse trip coming up with Nolan. In about 10 minutes or so, news from the nest at noon. We'll count that midweek money, hopefully at 12.15. Buy or sell now, Walt Williams. Talk about Maryland-Penn State. Maryland's offensive struggles, well-documented. Kevin Willard was not happy with his fifth-year seniors. Well, Jameer Young did all right. Dante Scott didn't, so I'm guessing somebody might have been singled out. Could be changes to the starting lineup against the Nittany Lions, who lost 95% of their offense from last year's team. Mike Rhodes is the head coach. He formerly, of course, at Virginia Tech. Uh, Ace Baldwin is the point guard. St. Francis, Baltimore kid. And Q Wahab, third team in three years. We started at Georgetown, then he went to Maryland. Then he went back to Georgetown, now he's at Penn State. So a couple of familiar names working with the Nittany Lions, but we'll talk to the Wiz about the Terps. Sitting at 4-4, four and four, very disappointing start to the season for Kevin Willard. But as we wait for Mike Golick Jr., 
to join us. Aaron Rodgers was on Pat McAfee yesterday, mm-hmm. and he was not uh, not real happy with the reports that were coming out, Vinny, that Zach Wilson was trying to tap out because um, Tim Boyle gone, no longer Boyle loyal in New York. They brought in Ripien. Uh, Brett Ripien, uh, who was uh, on Seattle's practice squad, was brought in. They had Trevor Simeon. Well, we've been there, done that with this dude for multiple teams. And then Zach Wilson appeared to be back in line to start. Then the reports came out, what was it, Sunday night, Monday yeah. morning, that he didn't want to play because of injury concerns because he sees the writing on the wall. He's gone from there after this season. Then Zach Wilson, apparently, according to reports, went in and talked to Sala, said, oh, I'm all about starting because there's some leaks internally, it seems, coming out of the Jets, uh, you know, building there. And uh, Aaron Rodgers, like, it's chicken bleep leak and uh, you know this is what this isn't what winning organizations do and and he stated his love for uh zach wilson and i don't know if that's true or not i've been in the room yeah with those two guys as they've kind of <clears throat> bonded there but aaron wilson or uh aaron rogers aaron wilson good friend of ours of course in houston used to cover the ravens for many years but aaron rogers uh not real happy it seems with the jets and whatever is going because Green Bay was kind of a close to the vest organization. Don't have anywhere near the media throng right. that the Jets had, but still, I mean, even if Zach Wilson did did say to someone who would leak it to the media, and I guess Diana Rossini is who he's kind of right. zeroing who, in on now with who, the athletic. Who does she talk to? You know, who does she? Who benefits from talking to her? Because. Like Aaron said, they put their name out there for jobs and those, you know, they'll, they'll put their name out in a, in a good light. So I I don't, I don't know who it would be, who would benefit from that. Used to drive me crazy, Bob, you know, but the thing about it is, is what do they got? Like five or six people that cover the Packers and they're all, you know, probably grew up Packer fans their whole life. So they're not going to ever do anything like that. Where the Jets those New York media people or big city media people, they're looking to make a name for themselves by getting things out. But who usually leaks that to oh, like, the like, media? Is it a, a front office? Is it a player? Is it the, you know, the, the lunch lady? I mean, who's you know who uh, passing was? this along? You know who it was in um, um, Washington was uh, Greg Williams. Our defensive coordinator. But what did he have to gain by doing that sort of thing? Um, I don't know. Maybe to because Joe Gibbs was the head coach and become the head coach, possibly. You know, when Joe retired, kind of thing. That that's what he had to gain. But he was the one leaking on, and we had another one. I mean, because Bob, if if what you can do is, and what the Jets can do. If the employee has a club phone, you can you can check their calls. Okay. And we did that one time with one of our one of the DB coaches, and he was talking to one of the media people like at midnight every night, and then he was gone. So it happens, Bob. It happens all the time, all the time, and it and it drives you crazy. 
because Joe Gibbs, I mean, when he came back, he was like, what the hell is sure. this with all all the leaks, sources, sources said. Yeah. You know, that's, that drives you, and it tears the organization apart. We never had it in San Francisco because pretty much Carmen Policy controlled everything. He he handled all the media, and, you know, Clark Judge, was, we, Mike Silver was there, Clark Judge, they were all beat writers. And people would talk to them, but they they wouldn't leak things to try to hurt the team. Right. And this is like they're attacking the kid. His reputation's already He's, taken a dramatic hit as a player. No doubt. And now this would imply that he might be somewhat of a quitter, too. And yeah. we don't... Aaron well, Rodgers saying it's not true, by the way, so I'll take yeah. his word for it. But, you know, Zach Wilson's already in damage control uh, based on what his first three years in the league have been like, the allegations that he was having liaisons with his mom's friends, right, which, by right. the way, I couldn't care less about, to be uh, totally honest with you. But, you know, he's been benched seven times, and he's the number two overall pick in the draft. I mean, his career, Vinny, is hanging on by a thread, and I don't think this sort of story well, does anything to benefit him by any stretch of the imagination. You would think that he'd want to go out there and play his ass off for the next five weeks or whatever to show the next team that's interested that, hey, you know, there is something in the tank here. It's just not working out with this organization. Yeah, right I'm sure his agent's involved. And because and what I read, Bob, was he didn't want to get hurt for the rest of the season because he knows he's going to be gone. So why should I invest in the Jets when they're I'm, they're shipping me out the door in five weeks and then um, I, I need to be healthy for the next place I go? But still, health or no, all right, you're healthy, that's great, 100%, but your play on the field says, what are you worth taking a flyer for? You go out here and play, and you play well, Mm -hmm. you're still probably a risky acquisition. Definitely not going to walk in and be the starting quarterback, but you might salvage something here. Because uh, uh, Josh Rosen's out of the league. Yes. Yeah, he was the ninth pick in the draft. Sam Darnold holding a clipboard in San Francisco. I mean, there's a ch- and they're getting, you know, he's still getting paid. But for Zach Wilson, I mean, is he fighting to even have a career? I oh, mean, mm-hmm. would you rather be Sam Darnold still on a roster or Zach or Josh Rosen? You know, an afterthought like, oh my god, this guy was picked twenty spots ahead of Lamar Jackson. For yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it it's. It's a tough deal because, Bob, where's he at mentally? I mean, his head, he's got to be fried. He's got to have no confidence whatsoever. So I'm guessing he's not getting a lot of support from the fans. Oh, uh, he, he's like Matt Canada. Yeah. Fitting <laughs> 8105 the fan. If you want to join us, you can at 410-583-1057. It's the WGK Law guest and listener hotline. So get on in here and we'll talk to you. We got a fun house trip with Nolan McGraw, Mr. Electricity. News from the Nets coming up at the top of the hour. Talk about the Ravens as they get ready for the LA Rams coming up. We're going to hear from Sean McBay, who talked about Baltimore when he met with the media out there by herself. Where's the midweek money? Walt Williams is going to be joining us. 1230, talk about Maryland. Maryland and Penn State, two four and four teams. Maryland kind of on the disappointing side with their start so far, especially offensively. Could there be changes in Kevin Willard's lineup? Seven o'clock tip, which you can hear on 105.7 The Fed. And then Vinny's going to start breaking down the Rams on film. LA's won three in a row. Latest victory against the Fighting Flacco's last Sunday. 
Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's got uh, experience in the NFL, and I sucked at uh, electric football. Vinny and Haney, 1057 Fan. Mike Golick Jr., DraftKings. He'll be joining us top of the hour. Little news from the Nets. Fun with him. Talk about the Ravens, Dolphins, nine and three each. Right now, Miami, the number one seed in the AFC. Two teams will play in a couple of weeks here at MT Bank Stadium. Also, the Zach Wilson drama in New York and everything else happening in the NFLs. We are now in the month of December. Buy or sell, 12 15. What counts money? Walt Williams will be joining us. Talk about Maryland, Penn State. They play tonight. Down at the Xfinity Center, Big Ten basketball, both teams sitting at four and four. Maryland of the more disappointing variety because there were some expectations for this team that they could still reach. <coughs> but right now, things are, uh, let's say, ugly when it comes to their offensive performance or lack thereof. And then Vinny's going to start breaking down the Rams on film. So stay tuned for that. Let's bring Nolan McGraw in. Quick draw. How you feeling there, buddy? Feeling good. Just waiting on this uh, Kimbrel news to become official, I guess. I know Mike Elias didn't confirm, but safe to say when Ken Rosenthal's reporting it, it's probably true. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, 35 years old, not exactly a spring chicken, but he does have plenty of experience. Made about $10 million last year with the Phillies, so I'd imagine it's a similar uh, contract for him. I guess your concerns are just holding up in the long term, right? I mean, he'll give you he'll give you some saves. Just can he last the entire season? Yeah, and he's had kind of a bounce back year for Philadelphia last season. He did blow five saves, if I'm not mistaken, and for a closer, the earn run average a little high at 3.25. You'll take it all day for a starting pitcher, but for a, a guy that's supposed to be lights out at the end, maybe not so much. But there is a need there for sure. I would think, assuming the deal Nolan does get finalized, it won't be the only one that Mike Elias makes to uh, bolster his bullpen. And we were talking yesterday with Rich Dubroff that, uh, you know, maybe D.L. Hall, Tyler Wells could be that guy. Who knows? They still want to be starting pitchers. But Mike Elias said a couple of days ago, it all depends on who their teammates are implying that others will be coming in there. But it's a good dilemma to have. I don't think the starting rotations as bad as people make it out to be. The glaring holes at closer mm-hmm. because Felix Batista was outstanding for the most part. So uh, it's a really good team trying to get over the hump playoff-wise. Brandon Hyde still feeling the sting of that sweep, which was almost two months ago, believe it or not. And Kimbrell, just one of a few closer names or somebody with closing experience that was linked to the Orioles, Araldis Chapman was in that John Heyman report, as was Jordan Hicks. I think we talked about that yesterday. yesterday. None of them are major. I mean, none of them are Josh Hader in terms of that's a a bona fide closer, going to be like a 35-save type of guy. But that's that's he's one of one, and like we said, they're not going to be able to afford him. So hey, ten million for or somewhere around there for Kimbrel, maybe something similar for Hicks. Yeah. I mean, you're gonna to have to. It's gonna to have to be a committee type approach. We'll figure it all out, or they will. The Orioles over the next couple of months, and certainly once they get to Sarasota. But the bottom line is, Josh Hader's not taking a hometown discount to come back to Baltimore. If anything, he wants to set the market all-time market for closers in regards to salary. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. Got Mike Gullick Jr. coming up top of the hour. Let's go to the fun house. 
Quick draws, funhouse. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. Start with this one here from Chris who says, I don't think you can call this a trap game. Uh, when a team coming in here, the Rams, is on an extended winning streak of their own. Certainly not catching anyone by surprise. Although, if you're the Ravens, can't afford to lose any games at home. Well, they've already lost two, but against NFC foes here. Undefeated. They've hammered them. Yeah. And Lamar, historically against the NFC, has been outstanding. John Harbaugh, his team's coming out of a bye at home, have been outstanding. So all of the trends tend to point to Baltimore, but to the texter's point, you know, it's not like the Rams are a bunch of stiffs running around here either. No. The Rams, and they just got done playing Cleveland, you know, so they watched that film. So, no, I don't uh, I don't see that at all. How about this one here? Texter says the Orioles infield is set with Gunner, Westberg, Holiday, and Mountcastle. Anyone else in the organization at an infield position, and there's plenty of them, is tradable, in my opinion. Well, I guess Connor Norby might be the most tradable commodity because he could play outfield as well. But Joey Ortiz, he's someone that has been highly regarded. But Mike Elias said, and we're going to hear a little bit, if time permits, from Elias later in the show, that you know we're not trading prospects just for the sake of trading and we have log jams. We're, we're going to make a trade that benefits the Orioles, not benefits you know somebody's feelings because they don't have an opportunity to play here, to paraphrase a little bit. But, you know, they're going to need someone to be a utility rover guy. Now, is it a Ramon Arias? Do they bring back an Adam Frazier type? Where does Jorge Mateo fit in because they like his speed? Yep. I mean, uh, it's a still a fluid situation. And Elias did say that Holiday is going to have a realistic chance to make the team out of spring training. I'll believe that when I say it. And this one here, Texer says, why don't the Ravens roll Jackson out more when he has the option to either take off and run or pass in those situations? That's when he's at his most dangerous. Uh, not a good deep ball passer. Have to play to his strengths. That's from Mike and Falston. The only thing is when you roll roll him out, I mean, you're eliminating three-quarters of the field. So I, I, I like him being in the pocket where he can go anywhere and you can keep people spread out and you can use – because what is – we've heard Todd Munkin say all along, they want to use 53 and a third of the field. If you do that, you're eliminating two-thirds of it. Before we hit the break here, yeah. get to Mike Golick Jr., we'll do a little giveaway because it is Wednesday, which means it's Wise Wednesday on Vinny and Haney. So I've got a $25 Wise Markets gift card to give away. Looking for caller number 5 at 410-583-1057. Caller number 5 for your chance to win the $25 Wise Markets gift card. Mike Golick Jr. joining us. Talks about NFL with him. Buy or sell 1215-ish. Walt Williams talking Maryland-Penn State later in the hour.